Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Quincy Valentine, and uh, welcome back to the Valentine Experience. Um, this is episode 13 of uh, my experience, the Valentine Experience. I truly appreciate you guys coming back for my 13th installment. And for the ones that uh, are kind of just jumping on the bandwagon now, and I do appreciate you guys. Um, this episode is going to be entitled Perspective, if I have not already said it. Um, I took about two weeks off to kind of... Uh, allow myself to recalibrate and um, kind of digest what has been transpiring over the last two weeks. Um, I have, although um, I've been around people, I haven't been able to articulate exactly what I've been feeling um, and what has been lying on my heart. So for me to kind of internalize things and trying to come back to the forefront and be as vulnerable as possible and and really get into that um the word of the day will be vulnerability and kind of how i start to understand how vulnerability is something that a lot of people are not afforded um but it is a gift from the universe to oneself um as you start to understand yourself more and more you start to allow yourself to be vulnerable in so many different aspects of the word and feeling so without further ado this episode is episode 13 um perspective hope you guys enjoy Hey, 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 what's going on? This is Quincy Valentine, and I am back. So, um, just, I took a little hiatus for uh, two weeks. I had to really just get my mind and uh, my body aligned with one another. Um, I was dealing with quite a bit um, emotionally, and uh, I am learning how to be vulnerable with myself, um, uh, that is something that has plagued me for years and I'm realizing now that, uh, vulnerability is a gift. It is something that is learned. It is taught. It is not something that you are equipped with from uh, day one when you come out the womb. So for me, uh, this is, has been, um, extremely therapeutic, this podcast, because it allows me to get out these emotions that, um, I genuinely want to express and um but are unable to do so but most of all it allows me to speak with with a uh, fluidity and gives me that um uninterrupted um just thought process so I need you guys to bear with me because I just actually picked up a book um I don't know if you are familiar with it, but um, it's the way 
of the superior man. Um, I know the title sounds extremely misogynistic, but it is for all genders. Um, it gives you a general understanding of life, love, and just perspective. Um, I've picked it up. I've had it for, it was a gift to me um, about two months ago, um, but I haven't had the time to read it. And now, um, now that I'm in that mental state to actually pick up a book and read, it's been a blessing. There's two passages that actually kind of stick out to me, um, even though um, I'm in the preliminary stages of reading it. But one of the uh, these uh, key factors um, is or principles, as you will, is um, one of them is live with an open heart, even if it hurts. Closing. Closing down in your mindset of pain, denial of man's true nature. A superior man is free, feeling, and action, even amidst great pain and hurt. Even if necessary, a man should live with a hurting heart rather than a closed one. He should learn to stay in that wound and pain and act with spontaneous skill and love even from that place. So I interpreted that um, so many different ways. Um, in past relationships, I've always um, went in with a a general mindset that I wanted to be with that person. I wanted to make it work, um, but I didn't have a sense of direction. I didn't have knowledge of self. Um, I wasn't honest with that person. First and foremost, and um, I just didn't. I just was like, you know, let me let me live in this place, and um, eventually I'll get my shit together while I'm with that person. And it doesn't necessarily work like that. You have to have your shit together because if you don't have your shit together, at least if you don't have your financials together, have your mental together. If you don't have your mental together, have your financials together. I was just fucking screwed up. And I didn't get that part. Um, there was a lot of emotion that I had not dealt with um, due to previous situations. And I was, I lacked vulnerability. And vulnerability is something that a lot of us are not afforded. Um, growing up as a child, well, growing up as a young adult and uh, reaching manhood, um, vulnerability is not something that was taught. And I don't blame my mother because she didn't understand the significance of vulnerability. And my father wasn't around, so he didn't understand vulnerability. And now that he's back in my life, he still doesn't understand the significance of uh, a father-son dynamic. And I can honestly say that because I am a parent now. So I get the dynamic and the nurturing part of what it is to be a parent consistently and be honest with your child, even if it seems uncomfortable. And that's where that, that vulnerability kind of kind of seeps in. But um, I've never, ever, I can honestly, I can't honestly think of any time I've ever actually dealt with pain in that moment. Um, everything was, 
well, let me subside. Let me put these emotions to the side. Let me tuck them in my back pocket. Let me deal with them when I deal with them. But then you don't deal with them because all these other things distract you um, for an exponential amount of time or whatever. And then when you finally come back to address it, the emotions that were tied into whatever you were dealing with at that moment are are still there, but they're faint, right? And then those when triggers, those when triggers are are created. Um, and I need you guys to follow me because to understand how a trigger is created. And this is again, this is my perspective. I mean, you guys may come up with your own, but I think that triggers are made when we don't address things, when we tuck it in our pockets, and then someone else comes along and does something similar to said action that created trigger which kind of throws it for a loop and you start all over again um i think it was 2015 uh um i was in a therapist's office and the therapist um i was talking to my therapist about my child's mother and the person i was dating at the time and the conversation was which one do you want to be with and I told my therapist, oh, I want to be with the new one. My therapist said, why? I said, because my child's mother does this, and my child's mother does this, and my child's mother do this, and I just can't, now I can't, now I can't deal with it. And And it was so selfish. I had not addressed the emotions that were connected to it. But in my previous session, I had spoke with her about my mother. So she was like, Quincy, do you understand why you are dealing with these emotions and why you feel the way you feel? And I was like, yeah, I do. I actually do. She was like, because you never addressed the emotions that were with your mother. And when this person does this action or this action, And it's reminiscent and it gives you the same anxiety that you had with your mother who who also was a nurturing or supposedly a nurturing person in your life. Um, It's a trigger for you and you no longer want to be bothered. You cut that person off. Still didn't. I was like, it still didn't register at the time. And, and, And at the time I was what? 20 28 29 it's like man this bitch don't know what she's fucking talking about whatever and as i got deeper into my new situation i realized there were a lot of things i did not address that were triggering so i thought that if you don't speak about your emotion that it goes away it's not how that works um, if you decide you don't want to pay your rent this month and <laughs> you decide, oh, well, if I don't pay my rent this month, it, it'll go away. It'll reset at the beginning of next month. Now, that's not how that works. What happens is, you know what happens. It just tax on the next month and tax on again. And before you know it, it's out of control and you can't get a handle on it. And it took me so much time to realize that it took me the better part of a year for me to get to this point where um, I understand the significance of being um, 
honest with myself, but also being vulnerable and living in that pain and understanding where that pain came from and not attacking the pain, not trying to numb the pain, but acknowledge it. You have to acknowledge your pain before you move forward. Acknowledging where the pain came from, but also what you did to ignite said pain. The thing is, what we do as people, we always look at all of the outside elements that created this pain. Right. And this is and this is these one offs. You have those one offs that situation happens completely out of control and you were doing everything right. But eight out of ten times, seven out of ten times, it is our own doing because we either we either in a situation that we know is wrong or we're doing something that we know we shouldn't be doing and we want somebody to throw us a life raft after we're completely demolished and we no longer can handle the situation instead of saying hey i'm dealing with this situation i don't know how to deal with it i have no general understanding of what i need to do to get better could you please help we sit back, we hold on to these things, and it crushes us. But not only that, it creates something else on the other end. It creates anxiety and depression. And people always think that depression comes in this crazy, like, absurd way. You're just extremely suicidal and this and that. I am 34 years old and I just realized that I was dealing with depression with regularity. I medicated myself with tobacco and liquor every day for two years. And I didn't understand it. I wanted to live a life of luxury i was failing as a father i was failing as a a man in a relationship i was failing as a worker i couldn't even keep up my bills i was shitty fucking son like i didn't understand my life and i didn't have a sense of direction and i was like well i want to do this well i want to do this when you think of when you sit back and you and you think about things and you don't put things on a vision board or have a general understanding of how you want to do it what's the time frame and you work yourself backwards when you're dealing with all those different things you clearly don't have no sense of direction and it's okay to ask somebody to help you and push you forward and asking for help and expecting help are two different things if you are struggling financially nobody owes you anything but if they're willing to help you Understand that you take that help, you utilize that resource, but you also pay it forward. You pay it back, but you also pay it forward, right? When you afforded an opportunity to do something good or great for something or someone, you don't you don't continuously tap that well. Again, it's something that I had to learn personally. So these are things that kind of have shaped me into the man that I am today. Um those are just one of the key principles. There's other key principles that actually that kind of like kind of like stop me in my track.
and it goes back to knowledge of self but uh it's another key principle it says know your real edge and don't fake it and i need you guys to follow me it said is it is honorable for a man to admit his fears resistance and edge of practice it is simply true that each man has a limit his capacity for growth and his destiny but is dishonorable for him to lie to himself and others about his real place he shouldn't pretend to be more enlightened than he is nor should he stop short of his actual edge the more a man is playing the real edge the more vulnerable the more valuable he is as good company for other men and the more he can be trusted to be authentic and fully represented where a man edge is located is less important than where he actually live in his edge and truth and rather being lazy and diluted so it's a proverbial edge and when you say you live on your edge and and really get a general understanding of like living on your edge is understanding your capabilities i am proficient at certain things and i am terrible at others i will not ask anybody to do something that i am completely incapable of and vice versa um knowing oneself is big um a wise man knows the more knowledge he's he obtains the less he knows knowledge is infinite it never stops and it's ever changing so for you to know that and consistently push forward to be great you have to understand that and humble yourself um i was never a humble person and i was extremely boisterous about the things that i accumulated um from a monetary and material standpoint but when once all those things were stripped from me i had to realize that there's a lot of things that i did not know about life um that i am still learning about life and that these things can constantly be replaced but if i'm consistently working to be the best version of myself and consistently working to be to feed my mind i apologize but to feed my mind and be the best version of myself then i can live on that edge i can live on any edge you know uh, presented to me because i'm allowed that because i prepared for that um you know uh and i believe it was uh, malcolm that said uh in Preparation is ever going. It's consistent. Understanding that you're not gonna wake up and you're gonna reach your goal. And one day your tomorrow will come, right? We understand that. But even when your tomorrow comes, once you get to that point, you have to set new goals, new accolades to achieve. Uh, I'm just learning how to formulate my path and I'm learning that life is all about perspective. If you see where you want to go in life, where you want to 
based on you. No one can dictate the type of person that you want to be. There's only one of you. So, with that being said, this is my time. I'm Quincy Valentine. I appreciate you guys for listening to me. And uh, peace and love. Till next time.